Welcome, everyone, to Hit the Books. I'm Thomas Casali. He is Joey Kanish. Kanish, I am beyond excited to be here with you this week. I'm dying to get your thoughts on some of these games. How you doing, my man? I'm I'm not I'm not running as good as you though. After last, <laughs> I had about at two thirty last week. I was like, oh, Tom, Tommy's staring zero and five in the face, and then he comes up from the grave. To eat out a winning week. Uh, that was quite the comeback, my man. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not gonna kid you. I was nervous. My first two picks, if you're just tuning into the show, I give five picks every week. Kanish tells me his thoughts. My first two picks were Nebraska and Rutgers. Yeah, and I won't lie to you, Kanish. After that first Nebraska drive, I, I gave myself a little pat on the back. I'm like, we got it. <laughs> we did not have it. Uh, um, then I came back at night with the over in Ohio State, which is the bet you dream of, uh, Washington. And then I, ha- I had to wait till 3 a.m., six weather delays. Somehow, someway, Iowa covers 24 points with maybe the worst bet I've ever made in my life. Thank God that one's over with. I was um, going to say, I don't know who you emailed at Iowa to keep them playing that game at 3 in the morning to cover the, the 23 there, but uh, that be, was some nice influence. Kiddish, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I was hope, I, I was going to take the 2-2. Two and two. I was like, let's cut it. <laughs> let's cut it. I'll go 2-2. Two and two. Let's, you know, hey, but listen, you warned me. I, I did not feel as good about the Rutgers pick after talking to you last week. You you thought the quarterback change would, would give Temple a little boost there. They played him tough, so that one I wasn't feeling great about after talking to you, but... Hey, I am, listen, there's so much going on this week. I cannot wait to get to the picks and hear your thoughts on these games. Um, Hit the Books is presented by the Hammer Betting Network. You can check out all the great content at thehammer.bet. There's a ton of great content there. I mean, I know we're, you know, we're, we're somewhat funny and interesting, but they have a lot of great shows on here, including you on Monday with uh, Brad Powers. I mean that's uh, that's really what we should. Yeah, there, there's a lot of great shows, but number one is hit the books Monday and Friday. Uh, I mean it doesn't really get better than this, Tommy. I got to tell you what. Well, I agree with you, and you can uh, follow the Hammer Bet on all the social media platforms at the Hammer HQ. So, Kanish, let's get into it. So, I pick five games. We keep my record. We see what happens at the end of the year. Now, this first game, I've been chomping at the bit to give it to you. So I took Oregon State on the opener plus seven, okay, and I got the money. I was listen. I got the Beavers uh, uh, plus twenty seven hundred to win the Pac twelve, okay. Last Saturday I was yipping and yapping uh, during the USC uh, Fresno State game. Listen, they're going to tear the goalpost down in Corvallis next week. I don't need the points, money line, baby. Now, little did I know at that point, I thought I might be in the minority here with Oregon State. I did not realize that everybody was going to fly to Vegas with bags of money and bet the Beavers. According to Max Meyer at Caesars, more money has been bet on Oregon State, just them, than any college football game this week, any game. Just So this is a, I've never really seen this before. Can you shed some light on what's going on here? I mean, this is this has been one. It, it's kind of where the the sharpen up. You know, you hear those NFL games where the sharp and the public are on the same side, uh, and, and this is kind of the the college version of that, where you've seen the sharp money come in at you know anything that was uh, seven or higher. Seven, it's got that gone through six uh, at a couple of the sharp books. Circa Chris trading five and a half right now. Um, so yeah, this is one where where everyone's kind of on the same side of the counter. I don't. I, hey. Listen, if you got a seven, I don't have. I know some guys that I bet with. You know, bet seven or a little better. At, at people bet six and a half. So 
yeah, I, I'm not gonna have any qualms with this one. Don't re I'm not one of those people. I don't give a damn who's who's on what side, what percentage of what. Yeah. yeah. That 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 makes you know great content for uh you know some people to to tweet out, but I don't care about any of that. I would feel fine with that. You got a good number. Um but at anything, yeah, now that it, this would be one where, you know, if you're watching it, don't chase a five and a half there. Um, I, I listen, don't get me wrong. USC's had some great luck, some injury fortune where the, the teams are going against have had some key players. Hayner gets hurt last week. They're getting all the turnover variants. It doesn't change the fact that they're probably, in my eyes, have the most talented offense in all of college football. So don't get me wrong. Oregon State. It's going to be nuts in Corvallis. Uh, they've got a good offense. You've got a great number. Just hold tight to it. Uh, but if you're out there watching this, uh, don't be chasing that now. Uh, it, it would. It was a play for me down to you know like it, it, again. I think you got it at the the last kind of buy point there at seven. Um, now it, it's kind of in the dead zone there. But hey, hey, little little seven, little CLV. Uh, don't mind that one for you there. So, Kanish, here, here's the thing. Like, you know, I, I like this Oregon State team. They have speed. Uh, I agree with you. I thought USC gave up like 6.8 yards per play to Fresno State. They couldn't close drives. But Oregon State, their starting tight end, Luke Musgrave, very important, is out. I, I thought maybe the Sharps would be on this at plus seven. But I am stunned that the public is on it, too. Does that surprise you? A little bit. Uh, you know, I think that, that uh, you know, that USC kind of very, very, being very fortunate narratives out there. And if you watch some USC games, I mean, their, their defense is, their defense is terrible. I mean, there's, yeah, there's really garbage. no two ways about it um, that they, they've given up yardage all down the field. Um, but they're kind of running, you know, a little bit of a bend, don't break. They've actually been okay in the red zone. Now, whether that holds up or whether that's, you know, just, uh, you know, a small sample there uh, is to be seen. But, you know, Hey, Oregon State, I mean, they can run the ball. They, they've got – it's probably the most talented Oregon State team in a while. Um, but, again, I, I wouldn't be, you know, rushing to play it at, at the current number now. Um, I think you'd sit there with your seven um, and, and kind of see where, you know, if you took some money line early. Uh, that'd be one, you know, if I'm looking for, for a spot in this game, it'd more be a live spot to come in on a USC. If Oregon State gets out, the place is rocking, they get an early score, then to come in on some USC there. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't have much of the current. I take uh, take your good number early and just gonna roll with it. All right. Well, I thought you might like that play. I know you're gonna hate the next one. I, I can if if we go all year, I can. This is my one guarantee that you are not gonna like this play. Doubling up on Rutgers? <laughs> no, no, I'm done with Rutgers. <laughs> this one might be even worse. Not only did I take a suspect side, I got a bad number. So you're gonna love this one. I took Notre Dame minus oh, one against Tommy, UNC. Tommy, Tommy. Um, what are you doing? Uh, you yeah. Listen to the Monday episode of Hit the Bug. You're not even consuming the content. You're no, I bet it before. You're not watching the Monday show. No, I did. I bet that's how I knew you weren't going to like it. <laughs> I I bet it earlier than that and uh, got the bad number. Figured, you know, listen, I'm, I'm fading the UNC defense here. I think you uh, Notre Dame can run the football. Uh, I thought UNC could be 0-2 right now. But to be honest with you, Kanish, this is one of these bets. It felt a lot better when I made it. <laughs> than I, you say I'm not going to win the content. I knew you weren't going to like the pick. How do you think I knew? <laughs> so <laughs> give it to me. Bad number, bad pick, the whole, the whole deal. 
Yeah, this is one that, you know, if you wanted to tell me earlier in the week uh, that, that you know, but all, everything during the week has come out. UNC is getting their, their best player on offense back, Josh Downs. They've got a couple other. They've got a defensive tackle back, an offensive lineman coming back. Their running back should be healthier. Um, so kind of all of the injury stuff has broke, uh, broke UNC's way. And I don't think Notre Dame's any good to be good. Take all that out of there. I don't think the team's any damn good. Um, and you saw it finally. I was a little surprised. It hung around kind of that, you know, trading between one, one and a half. And you finally saw the the UNC money really come in today uh, where it's two and a half mostly, even a juice two and a half at Chris now. Um, when I, There'll probably be some buy if this, you know, pops to three. I think then you'll get some Notre Dame buyers there. Um I, I hate they listen. I hate this Notre Dame team. I think Drew Pine sucks. I think their offense is terrible. Um, I think they're riding the you know they rode that wave of uh, you know a preseason pregnant and then a, you know a good defensive effort for Ohio State. Um, the, the Notre Dame that straight fade for me. I was surprised that they took as much money at Cal last week as they did. I was surprised this number hung around for this one. So yes, you got that's why I, I hate this one, and I'm going to hate it even more uh, if Notre Dame covers because. Uh, I've got a sizable position on UNC, um, and I don't. I don't uh, like. There's occasions where I'm taking a you know a sizable position early in the week, and then looking for uh, you know a spot to come back on you know 25 or 55 percent of my bets to set up. This is not one of those scenarios. I don't want any part of Notre Dame. I think there's a chance if UNC's offense is right. Uh, with some of the people, and if Gene Chizik can, I don't know, I don't know if I can swear on the show, can fucking get his head out of his head and actually get the defense to play, like, know what they're doing, that the UNC runs them out. Uh, should be a good environment uh, in Chapel Hill. Um, and yeah, so yes, you're right. I do hate this one. Um, and I'll hate it even more if it wins because uh, Joey can't be a lighter in the pocketbook. Well, yeah, and listen, out of my five plays, this is the one I'm least confident in. Uh, uh, you know, I, I still think UNC's defense is beyond awful. I think Notre Dame has a shot, but I certainly can't argue anybody picking against Notre Dame right now, that's for sure. Um, so, Kanish, I put these in order, you know, on how I want to use them. So I knew you were going to yell at me for this one. So uh, I said, setting me up for, uh, you know, a comeback here. Well, I said, I said. with Michigan here? Yeah. Boy, we're on the same wavelength here. I said, I I know, I know he's a Michigan guy. So <laughs> I got Michigan minus 17, had this game circled for a couple weeks. Now, listen, to your credit, last week I asked you, Give me a game under the radar that people are betting. And you said Maryland, SMU. You had Maryland. You said their defense is improved. That was the difference in the game. So you were all over that one. But I just feel, you know, this Maryland team doesn't match up with the power teams in the Big, the Big Ten, the teams that can really punish them in the trenches. I like this Michigan team. I know they haven't played anybody, um, but I do like teams when they don't play anybody or leaving no doubt, um, getting a little momentum for when they do play stronger teams. I, I just feel this Maryland team is a team you can take against weaker teams, but when they step up in competition, they're going to struggle. So I laid the 17 points. I think our boy J.J. McCarthy, Maryland gave up 369 to Tanner Mordecai last week. This is his coming out party. Give him some touchdowns. Last week we get in the red zone eight hundred times, and they, they were decoying. They they quorum sets the new record for you know rushing touchdowns at Michigan. That, that, that hasn't been nobody touching since like nineteen oh two when it was you know they were that nobody even threw forward passes. Jay, get our boy JJ some touchdowns. I like the play. I tell you what, I don't know. There's so many freaking Canadians for this company. A pro line fifteen and a half. So somebody give me a goddamn pro line account that works for the Hammer. 
Jesus Christ, that's a bonus 15 and a half there. I'm, I'm about to cross the border, swim across if I have to get it to get some of these pro lines. Um, I agree with you. Anytime Maryland in the last couple of years has gone up against the big dogs, they've gotten absolutely smacked around. Now, is this Maryland team a touch better in the trenches than I think they've been uh, in a few years? Yes. Uh, obviously, Talia, you know, is, is Ken. He's got the, you know, he's a little bit of a can be kind of kind of give you both ends of the spectrum. He can have some fantastic plays and he can have some, uh, you know, some turnover worthy plays there. I'm a little, you know, I like to, you know, watch the, you know, you never want to be, um, you know, so distrusting of the market, thinking you're the smartest guy in the room or anything. I'm a little surprised this has hung around 17 all week. I had this more. I thought this would get across 18, 18 and a half. It opened 20 at Circa. Um, it's basically painted 17 uh, everywhere except, you know, the, the Tim Hortons pro line there. Um, but it, it, for the most part, I am a little surprised the market is not a little bit more bullish on this one. Um, but I agree with you. Laid some 16 and a half. I'd be fine with 17. Um, I, again, they, Maryland might be improved in some of the areas where they've been taking advantage of in the past. But I still think it, this is quite a mismatch. Uh, for a Michigan team that that I agree with you is uh, I think has a, a very high ceiling, especially with McCarthy at quarterback now. Um, and I just don't think Maryland can hang around there. So we'll see if there's one. We'll see if Maryland can, you know, if their passing offense is able to, you know, Michigan hasn't been tested via the air at all. They played three teams that can't throw the ball, that can't do anything on offense. This will be the first one that uh, has some explosive playmakers, has a good quarterback. So, um, maybe that, that they'll be able to expose a little bit of, of what a, was a perceived weakness going into the year. I haven't seen that so far from Michigan. So, yeah, I'm laying it. Um, but, hey, I am a little uh, little bit watching here because there's, there's uh, you know, this one hasn't been, been moving at all. So, uh, but, hey, I agree with the pick. And uh, hopefully uh, our McCarthy, uh, our man JJ can at least, uh, you know, rack up some, some yards and touchdowns this week. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm so that's why I took it early at 17. I thought I was going to hit maybe 18, 19. So I yep. wanted to get the early number, but I'm agree. I agree that hasn't moved much at all. Uh, surprised by that. We'll see if it changes on game day. All right. So two of you like. I'm interested in this next one because uh, I know I got the good number on it, but I want to hear your thoughts. I took James Madison plus oh, eight and a half yes. against What's, App State. Oh, now you're talking my language, Tommy. This is the play. If they can, well, if you lose another one, if, you, if this doesn't cover Joe it would be real light in the pocket. But I love it. Give me your analysis here. Well, you know, I'm th- you know, App State has played three of the most emotional games I've ever seen. They played their Super Bowl against UNC, came up just short, went into Texas A&M, upset, upset them. Then with college game day there, they went a last second Hail Mary. Uh, I mean, how much more can this team have in the tank? Plus, I think James Madison is undervalued. You know, I watch a lot of FCS football myself, and this was a team I thought that could make the jump with very little, you know, wouldn't take them long to compete. So I was surprised the number opened eight and a half. Uh, so I grabbed it right away thinking it might go down. Yeah, I, I this is this is one of my, I, I there, in the last couple of weeks, there's been two dogs that, that I've been extremely bullish on that going to like, I think they're going to win. One was Western Kentucky, uh, and they covered and lost in absolutely agonizing, horrid fashion to Indiana in overtime after blowing 11-point lead with three minutes to go. This is the other one where you talked about the spot there. Um, and I don't even – I don't I don't get – I try not to get too mixed in the spot. I'm think I think player to player, these two teams are, are 
there's not more than a field goal difference between the, the talent on the rosters. I agree with you. James Madison, they did lose, you know, a, a decent amount of talent from last year. But this is a team like that that's been in the same tier as North Dakota State for five plus years where, where they could come up against almost any FBS, any, you know, FBS mid-tier power five team and give them a game. And now they're coming up. Uh, and again, they haven't, they, they've kind of gone with a little bit of the, the Michigan first two weeks where they haven't played anybody, but they absolutely blasted both teams, took Middle Tennessee, who's actually looked okay in other games, um, and absolutely murdered them by 60. And I think a Norfolk State blasted them. Um, I think they win this game outright. I think they are a as good of a team as App State. Um, and you've got an App State team that's been through the ringer and the roller coaster. James Madison team coming off a bye. Um, this is your uh, we're here, FBS. Welcome to the Sun Belt game. Uh, that James Madison is for real. Uh, I'm not see. I haven't seen a, you know any type of you know downgrade from the team that they've been in the past few years in FCS. Uh, that's been a national title contender. Uh, yeah, I love this play. I think the Dukes win this game. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I have a money line parlay with them and Oregon State. You know, I, I think both teams are live or at least going to be around. The, and I, I'm with, I think this is a one possession game either way. Uh, it's going to be a good football game. So, yeah, I, that's I'm glad. One that's still out there. It's, pull up the, if they have the odds at seven. I'm still fine with the touchdown on this one. I think if there's a lot of sevens out there. Well, that's line. what I was going to ask you. The the eight and a half that I got early, you're still okay grabbing it at a touchdown. Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm still okay. So, uh, Pro-Line's probably got 32 and a half or whatever <laughs> they got. There, but yeah, no, uh, James Madison, touchdown is fine for me. Uh, I'd still be okay to say it, it crossed through six and a half for a bit at a few places. Um but and I wouldn't surprise me to see this on game day uh, when the final like big big money comes in that it goes back through seven again. Um, so yeah, I, I'd be okay with James Madison. Uh, and yeah, if you're doing a a money line sprinkler or money line round robin, uh, definitely put them in. All right. So all right, you agree with a couple? Of I know you're not. You don't have this game, but I I'll interested to see what you think about it. So it can't be worse than Notre Dame. Tell me, I tell it's you not. That. That's the worst one I got. That's why. That's why I gave it to you a second. Um, the, I took UCLA laying the twenty and a half, and this is a pure fade of a team I think might have their coach for one more week. UCLA, listen, it took them a while to get going against Bowling Green. They play. They played a close game against South Alabama. I think this is the type of game where Chip can get his offense rolling, rack up the points. I mean, Colorado has been slaughtered in three games. I know they're coming home. I might be laying a little bit too much here, but I gotta take. I gotta take. Uh, I, I, I gotta take one last shot here at this Colorado team because I think the coaching change is imminent here. I, you know what? I, I, I can't. I don't know if we've seen. This is one of those teams that early in the year that. I don't. I just don't know if uh, the bottom's in as far as where these numbers can go. And the I saw FanDuel had their win total at like zero point five, uh, like a half a game now for like a current. And I wasn't running to bet the over by any means. Um, I mean, this is since the first half of the TCU game uh, where they hung in a bit when uh, you know before Chandler Morris got hurt and they brought in uh, my guy Dougie uh, that they've been outscored. Uh, something like uh, like 110 to like 17 or something yeah. like that in like the last two and a half uh, games uh, of football. Where they, I mean, blasted versus Air Force, blasted versus Minnesota, and neither of those those teams are, are uh, you know significantly more obviously Air Force triple out. They're much more ground based offense. UCLA, uh, I think, even offers a little bit more through the air uh, with Dorian Thompson Robinson, who I think was 
uh, a bit healthier now. I, I don't know where the floor is for this Colorado team. That, that, that would be – that's why I don't have an issue with Elena here because um, this is one it's – it's like even – I'm not sure if the, the market and the power numbers and the, the model can catch up to how bad uh, this Colorado team truly is because they've gotten – I mean, they've gotten faded here three weeks in, in a row, um, and they're, they're not coming – they haven't come close to covering even any of the numbers that, that they've gone in with, so – yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to argue with this one here. Um, at some point, this would be a team maybe in a week or two. You know, they play. They comes that after they play Arizona Cal the next few weeks. Maybe when the level of competition goes down and you know they're laying some astronomical number. Um, but I, I, I would have no interest in backing Colorado until kind of the bottom is in there for for how awful this team is. So. Um, I agree with you. It would be a, a UCLA or nothing for me. Um, but that's one, yeah. If you got minus 20, I think it's, you know, mostly cross 21 there. That would be one to shop it uh, and look for, you know, I'd be probably stopping to buy it at 21. But I don't even know. I, know, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if this was like, you know, a 40-point game again. So there, there's no, you know, like number where I'm I'm looking to buy Colorado uh, that that'd be reasonable. Yeah, and I, you know, Chip usually likes to likes to pour it on these bad teams, get that offense rolling, you know. So that that, that was kind of my thinking behind it. It's just a pure fate of Colorado right now. Um, so, so those are my five picks, Kadish. I want to get your thoughts on one other game that I bet. This won't count. Against, this won't count for my record. I just this, this is a separate game, but I I think it's an interesting game to talk about. I took Kansas State plus thirteen against Oklahoma. Um, I know Kansas State got upset last week. I went against Oklahoma last week. That didn't turn out well. Just kind of give me listen to your thoughts on this game. Where you seeing uh, if you're seeing any sharp action or anywheres on it? Uh, you know, I think it, it finally hit the buy point when it got like 13 and a half, maybe some 14s flash there. Um, the issue with Kansas is like they literally are not. I don't. And I mean, part part of this has been Adrian Martinez's. Uh, kind of MO since he's been in college is his inability to push the ball down the field. Um, All 19 years he's been in college. I know. And that's the, I mean, like not, not only are they haven't uh, pushed it, they're not even like attempting passes down the field. Um, Oklahoma, it'll be a good test for this Oklahoma to see how, you know, kind of, this is one of those, if Oklahoma can shut down the run in this game, then, then you're talking about a team that that's kind of live to, to potentially make the the CFB playoff there. Uh, Cause I thought their defense, even again, I mean, Nebraska, obviously they bloomed, but the one area where Nebraska was having some success here was on offense and they were able to shut them down the front. They've got some dudes, uh, the Venables defense, you know, they're, they're playing super hyper aggressive. And this is one where, I mean, they're going to load up the box and Adrian Martinez is going to have to make some plays. And is he going to be able to make some plays? Um I'm skeptical because uh, they don't have a ton of weapons on the outside. He's not one that's, uh, you know, been known uh, to be able to bet. So, so um, and again, I know Kansas State, they'll try and muck it up. I like climbing as a coach in that, but this might be uh, a little out of their depth in terms of opponent, especially if they're not going to have, uh, you know, if, if, if they're not going to be able to run the ball, they're dead in the water in this game. Um, but at 13 and a half, though, 14, I think it's been bought up to where it's, you know, it, you've seen some buy in Kansas State when it's at 14. So I think the number's about right. But I, it, it's just one of those where if they get down, you don't like, and they have to get out of their their scope of just wanting to, you know, run and bound it in that where it, it's just not going to, it is not going to, they're not a team that's built like that. So, um, 
yeah, it, it's a no play for me, but I, I know the number's getting rich there at 13 and a half or 14. So, hey, I, I, this is one that uh, I'll just be uh, sitting observing to see how good Oklahoma is and uh, be rooting you on. All right, so I got a couple questions for you before we sign off here, Kanisha. Before you know, my picks are Oregon State plus seven, uh, Notre Dame minus one, which you hate, uh, Michigan minus seventeen, uh, James Madison plus eight and a half, which you're on as well, and then I have UCLA minus twenty and a half. Those are the five official picks this week. But you, so one of the, you know, I'm always listening to what people say, and one of the things you brought up last week that had me a little nervous about that Nebraska game was you said their defense might be all-time bad. Um, and we joke that the money comes in on Nebraska every week. And I'm looking next week, and they're at home against Indiana. And I'm thinking, I'm not high on Indiana, but Kanish talked about that defense being all-time bad. How do you look at Nebraska moving forward? Do you think money's still going to come in on them, or has the ship sailed? Well, I mean, this if there's ever a buy point or Nebraska this year, it's I mean, Indiana uh, would is just uh, I mean, one that they, they've run like insanely good to even like be three, you know, three and oh to be at this point. Um, that would be one. I, you know, we'll have to see where, where kind of the market comes in at. Obviously, these teams that you know, this is one with the Colorados, the Nebraska's, the teams that um you know, just getting, you know, like blasted out of the sun. At some point, though, you know, teams don't usually, they're not going to go 0-12 ATS, you know, or any of those things like that. So uh, at some point, there there's going to be a buy, and it'll probably be, you know, Nebraska's fate, you know, if you look at the offensive they, they face throughout the, the beginning of the year, which they haven't had any success, it's been teams that run spread, that run passing offense. They might have a bit more success in teams that uh, – you know, aren't going to light them up so much uh, offensively and have a little bit more, you know, I, I do think their offense can be good uh, in certain scenarios. So so we'll have to see. I don't know if the bottom is totally in. Um, Indiana's another fade team for me, so so we'll have to see what it comes in at. But I know I think you've seen the the last of the the big Nebraska steam games was, was last week, and now it'll be more trying to pinpoint uh, where there might be some value in actually backing them. Uh that, that, that's the great, you know, my my, uh, my buddy franchise KF says uh, the one great advantage you have over the bookmaker is not having a place to bet on every game. Uh, and so this is one that, uh, you know, the, whether these teams that are just, you know, sinking like a rock here uh, early in the season, uh, I like to to avoid until I can get uh, a spot where, you know, I really feel like the number's inflated or a matchup that might work better for them. Uh, so we'll see next week against Nebraska, but uh, – it won't be one that, you know, hey, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, jumping at the, the open there to back them. And so last week, Kanish, I said, give me a game that's off the radar. You gave us Maryland SMU to hit that one right on the money. How about this week? Is there a game that no one's kind of talking about where you're seeing money? Kyle? Apparently all the money's on Oregon State, but are people betting another game besides that one? You know, there's been a little bit of, uh, you know, a market movement today uh, on a couple of games. We mentioned the UNC finally took some steam there. Um, one that, I, and I'll give people, this is a a watch, uh, a, a one you want to keep an eye on there. Michigan State has been, like, ravaged, ravaged early season yeah. by injuries. Uh, I think this Minnesota team is legit. Uh, I think they're a Big Ten West. I think they're going to win the Big Ten West. Um Watch, and this is one that I'm. I haven't bet it yet, and I know the number's gone. Well, if you can get some two and a half or some Minnesota money line, watch to see 
if a couple of key guys from Michigan State are out because they're dealing with they've got three guys in the secondary who are already out. Their best player, Jacob Slade, and their best player in defense, Jacob Slade, best player on offense, Jaden Reed, didn't make the trip last week. I kind of doubt that either guy is going to play. Uh, but if you see that and the both guys are out, I'm gonna, I'm okay waiting here now that the numbers, this is not one to jump on where, oh, I've got to buy the three. Wait till an hour. The game's at 3.30 uh, tomorrow. Check to the beat writers an hour before game time to see who's warming up. Because if those guys are out, then I'll be jumping on some Minnesota there. Because um, I, I, it's a team that Michigan State, they, have, they don't have a ton of depth. They were big into the transfer portal, and they are dealing with critical injuries on both sides of the ball uh, to some of their best players. Then they don't have the depth to withstand that. Um, and this is one that Minnesota looked great. I know they haven't played nobody, but this could be one where they just get blasted out uh, if they don't have some of their guys back. So that'll be one to keep an eye on there. Yeah, and last week, uh, Kanish, that's why I took Washington. Uh, the injuries on defense, and you know, I was watching. The, it was watching the game, and everyone's on Twitter is like, "What's wrong with this Michigan State defense?" Well, their players are out. Is one yep. thing. The other thing is Michael Penix Jr., who apparently turned into Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the way he's throwing <laughs> the football. Oh, wow. But yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. I think Michigan State is a fade right now with all their injuries. So that's uh, we'll see if we can go two and zero on those uh, after your Maryland win. And don't forget to subscribe to the Hammer ncaa football on youtube and twitch where you can watch us every week and turn on the notifications to get notified of all the shows the next edition i hit the books is with you kanish and brad powers monday at 4 p.m eastern time where you guys break down all the early lines and everything it's a great show and you said i didn't watch it but i did watch it and knew that you were on unc <laughs> and said wait till he gets a load of this one but i will say this kanish i hate notre dame my most hated team in sports but if they win this one i'm going to be doing that notre dame fight song i'm going to be revving to go next weekend if i get that baby home uh, i tell you what if they win this one there'll be no uh church basket donations <laughs> for joey k for quite a while i'll tell you that well kanish it's always a pleasure i love your insight um I'm Thomas Casale. You can catch me at the Tom Casale, and you can read my stuff at the New York Post. Kanish, tell everyone where they can see you. Joey Kanish22 on Twitter. Obviously, I got a couple. Uh, we've got our Hit the Book shows Monday, Friday, and then the uh, Thursday night uh, live with Andrew Walker there we do for the NFL games. Uh, I didn't know you were right for the Post. I, I got to see some uh, uh, a little uh, Tommy in the Post. So, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good tip there. Uh, I got to see a little uh, Tommy in the New York Post there. So, Well, to be honest, Kanish, if you go to the New York Post on Saturday, you're basically going to see these plays and why I like Notre Dame. So you're kind of getting the, <laughs> yeah, getting getting the, the inside. I got a little, uh, you know, special NY post sub here going on. Hey, I got to do a play of the day for uh, NFL Sunday. Give me your best bet Sunday NFL. Who you got? You know what? I actually, uh, this is going to be sacrilegious. I don't even know if I want to say this on camera, but I actually, uh, I I faded uh, my my beloved Lions this week with with minus five and a half. Uh, So, uh, listen, I I mean, I hate to to do it to them, but. uh, That was going to be my pick, actually. (laughs) Uh, The prime time, everybody down on the Vikings, come back against the defense, not as good. Yeah, the defense is is dealing with, and again, they've got some key guys questionable. I don't know if they're going to go, but. Uh, this line secondary is uh, bad. So yeah, Jefferson Thielen, I think, will eat. Uh, and yeah, I don't mind. I don't. I, I just think this has gone down a little too far. So uh, love, uh, love my Lions, but uh, I, at some point they got to not cover a game this year. 
All right, so hey, check me out in the post on Sunday where I'll obviously have the Vikings minus five and a half. So there you go. <laughs> hey, Kanish, as always, it's been a great time. Um, I will see you next Friday after I go five and zero oh this week. I'm carrying you. I'm carrying you a couple rounds. I, you know, I want it for the drama. I, I, I want the people to enjoy before I come in with a Mike Tyson knockout. So uh, good luck this week, and I will see you next Friday on Hit the Books. You too, brother. <laughs>